Hello you guys and welcome back to Let Us Be Lively. Today we are talking all about immunity and the reason is is I just had such a fun weekend full of family, full of friends. My cousins came down to Charlottesville and threw us a stock the bar party. So we had tons of people over. We went out, had a great night, and I am feeling just so grateful for all of the happy times and memories that were created this weekend. But it also got me thinking about this time of year when We're all inside and often people get sick more frequently and what I can do to help you all boost your immunity because I know my immunity probably needs a really good boost right now and so I thought I'd share some of the things that I'm working on incorporating into my diet and just my routine in general to really boost as much immunity as possible through my daily habits and my daily nutrition. So I thought I would share a bunch of immune tips with you guys today. So obviously being sick is never enjoyable. Not only does it not feel good, but it also takes a lot of time away from loved ones, hobbies, work, different social activities that you have. And even though that there are some factors of immunity that aren't in your control, like genetics or something of that nature, there are some healthy habits that you can absolutely adopt to boost your immunity. For example, quality nutrition is essential for a strong immune system. Alongside other healthy basic ensuring that you're getting enough sleep and rest, eating seasonal fresh foods, staying hydrated, focusing on regular movement and physical activity, spending time in nature, building supportive relationships, and connecting back to your purpose and what brings you happiness and joy and fulfillment. And so you definitely don't have to stop there, but that's just kind of where I wanted to get started today. I have a nice cup of purifying defense tea with me. It has elderberry and ginger and lots of other really good immune boosting ingredients. And so that is just one thing that I'm doing right now as we record this episode to boost my immunity. But I'm also taking a day of rest, a day of quietness. I have candles lit, the lights down low, and just kind of listening to my body in that capacity. So for today's episode, we're going to get into holistic ways to support yourself by like slowing down, incorporating meditation, but I want to start out with nutrition for immunity because I really think this is where immunity and immune boosting foods can really support you. And it's like whenever your parents used to tell you to drink emergency right before you think you're getting a cold or right as it's starting to really help that. And I want to kind of delve into why that works. What are kind of the reasonings behind it? And so we're going to start off by talking about incorporating more anti-inflammatory foods into your diet. So basically the immune system uses inflammation as its defense mechanism. And so when inflammation becomes long-term or chronic, it can really contribute to disease. So anti-inflammatory foods can be a super powerful defense against chronic inflammation 
based on nutrients, phytonutrients, and all of that that they contain. So for example, some nutrients such as vitamin C, like in emergency, they're considered antioxidants, which means that they protect cells from damage caused by unstable molecules known as free radicals. And so phytonutrients, such as turmeric, aren't considered essential to the diet. However, they provide an added layer of health benefits, such as antioxidant activity, immune support, and prevention and management of many health conditions. Essential fatty acids, so like in really good salmons, omega-3s, they play a huge role in biological mechanisms to lower that inflammatory response, so they're going to be a great one to add in too. The goal here is to reduce consumption of inflammatory foods like processed foods with added sugars and eating more anti-inflammatory foods to help negate the effects of chronic inflammation and to really strengthen your immune system. And so I wanted to give a few examples such as like different fruits and vegetables, different fats, different proteins, things that you can eat to really boost your anti-inflammatory food intake. So things like avocados, they have carotenoids in them, which is an anti-inflammatory compound. Um, Bell peppers have really good levels of vitamin C. Berries like blueberries, strawberries, raspberries have lagaric acid in them, which is so powerful for anti-inflammatory. Cherries is a fun one. I love dried cherries, but you can also do fresh cherries. They have polyphenols in them. And then for healthy fats, things like chia seeds, extra virgin olive oil, fatty fish, those really good omega-3 essential fatty acids that they contain. Walnuts are another really, really good one. And you can do those by having a really good smoothie in the morning. I tend to add tons of chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, things of that nature to a protein shake and I'm getting this huge boost of essential fatty acids in the morning, lots of good fiber, lots of good fat and it really helps bring in those anti-inflammatory compounds. Spices are also a really good way to kind of get in those anti-inflammatories, which are like ginger and turmeric. That's why I'm having my ginger tea right now. That's a lot of the reason behind people drinking ginger ale and things when they're sick because it can help kind of reduce that nausea along with the like carbonation in it too. Other foods would be like bone broth is fantastic. And I always recommend to all of my clients, to myself included, to get bone broth in when you're sick because not only is it going to help with your immunity in terms of all the great amino acids that it has for the anti-inflammatory effect, but it also is so good as a protein boost when you may not be feeling up to eating something big. Maybe you can have a soup or get some of the collagen effects from drinking bone broth in the morning. Cacao is another great one. Green tea is a really good thing to drink. And then lentils. You can add lentils into fun bowls or make lentil soup if you're feeling under the weather. Those are foods that you can kind of like get in at least one to two foods that have these anti-inflammatory compounds and try to boost as many as you can during times where you think you might be getting sick or something you feel something coming on garlic leafy green vegetables pomegranates tomatoes mushrooms are also all really great choices for this time of year 
I wanted to also get into nutrients for immunity. And so while anti-inflammatory foods are one way to enhance immunity, research shows that certain nutrients also play specific roles for immune support. So vitamin A decreases risk of infection. Vitamin C is super important for immune cell response. And then zinc strengthens innate immunity which is the body's first line of defense against different pathogens or disease. And so a few examples of how to get those in. So to get that vitamin A, you're going to be having broccoli, carrots, leafy greens, sweet potatoes, all really good for that immune cell support. Vitamin C, of course, you can do your emergency packets if you grew up taking those, but you can also get it from whole food nutrition like asparagus, bell peppers, broccoli, citrus fruits, guava, strawberries. It all plays a role in white blood cell protection to production, excuse me, to help cells that fight infection. Vitamin D is another good nutrient to add in, which modulates the immune response, and deficiency can be linked to increased risk of disease and infection. Another reason that people often get sicker during the winter than the summer, your vitamin D levels are lower, you're not getting out in the sun as much, and so if we can kind of try to work on this, check out, uh, check it out at your doctor, check out your labs, are you low on vitamin D? My labs this year came back low in vitamin D, so I know I need to increase this. So I'm taking a supplement, but I'm also increasing my food sources with things like egg yolks, fatty fish. Vitamin D is also really often commonly fortified in foods, so like milk and milk alternatives that have been fortified with vitamin D. Liver is a great one, so if you like pate with crackers or something like that. And then mushrooms, actually, that have been exposed to sunlight are also a really good source of vitamin D. Zinc, to get zinc in, another one is, of course, egg yolks. Again, sesame seeds. So if you're craving like fried rice or a stir-fry, add on some sesame seeds, some cashews, some pumpkin seeds, oysters, all really good sources of zinc to help immune cell function and just antiviral support. Other vitamins could be like vitamin E, which regulates immune system function, and that can be almonds, avocado, hazelnuts are really great sources of that. Iron can really help cells respond to a bacterial infection. And so you can get iron from both heme sources and non-heme sources. So heme being like blood sources or like animal sources like beef, oysters, poultry, non-heme iron being like beans, dried fruit, leafy greens, those lentils that we were talking about, pumpkin seeds, all those good things. And so after talking kind of about anti-inflammatory foods and immune supporting nutrients in the diet, you also can experiment with foods that feed and nourish the gut to provide an extra layer of immune support. And so I know we've talked a lot about gut health on the podcast before, but I do want to come full circle, talk about it again today because it is so important for our immune system because This fact kind of blew my mind, but over 70% of the immune system is located in the GI tract. And so it is so important 
to know that the foods that we choose to eat have a major impact on the gut microbiome. So all the microbes, bacteria, viruses, protozoa, all the fungi in the gut. And so if we can try to eat lots of diverse, high-fiber plant foods and avoid more highly processed foods full of unhealthy fats or artificial sweeteners or added sugars, you're more likely to keep beneficial microbes around. Diets rich in whole grains, a variety of fruits and vegetables will increase microbial diversity, leading to a more positive health outcome, improved metabolic and immune functioning. And so we can do this by incorporating probiotics and prebiotics in the diet to support the gut microbiome even further. So probiotics are beneficial microorganisms that can be found in food like fermented vegetables like kimchi or added to food like yogurt with added live active cultures or even in dietary supplement form. I take seed probiotic and I love it. And so probiotic consumption just reduces the number of harmful bugs and has been linked to disease prevention and immune support in a lot of studies recently. And so when we're thinking about probiotics, we also need to think of prebiotics. So thinking more of probiotics as the seeds. In order for them to grow, the seeds need nutrients and the nutrients are prebiotics. So prebiotics are like the fertilizer that beneficial microbes, the seeds need in order to survive. So in other words, Prebiotics are non-digestible food ingredients that feed the probiotics of the gut. So they have a huge role in influencing the type of microbes that are available to grow in our gut microbiome. So probiotics include kimchi, kombucha, miso, pickles that have been fermented or sauerkraut, yogurt with live active cultures, and then prebiotics are things like your whole food nutrition, apples, apricots, asparagus, bananas, cherries, citrus fruit, dandelion root, garlic, things of that nature. And so incorporating more of those can really help immunity overall by boosting the functioning of your gut microbiome. Eating for immunity is something that you can practice on an ongoing basis. Obviously not something to only practice when you think you're getting sick, but something to practice lifelong and just keep getting better at it because no one's perfect. And so there's so many creative ways to include anti-inflammatory nutrient rich and gut supporting foods in your diet. But what's most important is focusing on a whole food nutrition first as a super valuable starting point. I know all of this can be super overwhelming at the beginning, like hearing all of these foods that you need to be incorporating, what to eat versus what not to eat, but just remember that as you begin incorporating immune-boosting foods in your diet, remember to focus on that sustainable shift, making small changes where you can, thinking about it when you can, keeping a list on your phone of foods that you want to go up go and try, add them to your grocery list, and just easily weave them into your current dietary habits to help set you up for long-term success instead of just quick fixes in the moment when you're feeling sick. So with all of that said, all of those amazing benefits to your gut microbiome, the anti-inflammatory foods, the nutrients, All of that is how you can kind of take your nutrition into control and really help boost your immunity this time of year. 
but you can also help your immunity by just simply slowing down. It's not just what you put in your body that affects your immune system. It's what you do or don't do with it. And so while regular exercise can really enhance the body's immune response, you also need to honor your body's need for rest when illness occurs or if you're feeling just off. I love my aura ring for this because I find it is super valuable information in terms of my recovery. If you don't know what an aura ring is, it's kind of like a fitness tracker, but in a ring form and it specializes in looking at your sleep, looking at your heart rate variability, your temperature, and just really giving you a good holistic view of how you are doing recovery wise, but also activity wise. And so if you're feeling off, sleep and rest is so important because it produces cytokines, which are inflammation fighting proteins in cells, as well as T cells, which is a white blood cell that protects against infection. And so both of which play a huge role in your body's immunity. And so by taking a rest day, going and doing active recovery, like really slow yoga, yin yoga is great. Going on a walk in nature is fantastic. Getting out in nature is really good for the mind, body, and spirit, but also the immune system. Getting outside exposes you to so many different types of bacteria, which will therefore improve your microbial diversity. And it can also just help reduce anxiety and stress. And so just walking around outside, take your dog on the walk, it can really boost your immune system and help you just feel calmer. Another thing to start implementing if you don't already, which I know it's hard to start, but try meditation. Evidence suggests that meditation can really reduce blood pressure, improve anxiety symptoms, help with sleep, and relieve stress but it's also known to boost that immunity. A research study found that the effects of mindfulness meditation on immune systems show that it can increase the number of CD4 cells, which help the immune system send signals to other cells to destroy infection. It also helped reduce markers of disease producing inflammation. And so if you're not ready to adopt like a full on meditation practice, begin by simply focusing on your breath, taking a moment to invoke that relaxation response and focus on breathing to help reduce the stress response in your body, which helps therefore suppress the the immune system when activated, kind of reducing that inflammation, reducing that primary immune system response. Another very holistic way to focus on immunity is to truly honor your emotions. And so making sure that you have good social connections in your life to help lower blood pressure, improve cardiovascular health, and just help if you're suffering from depression. You can often have increased inflammation in the body, a decreased immune system. And so making sure that you're taking time to feel optimism, gratitude, and kindness, and really turn the immune system genes away from that high inflammatory response that often comes with not honoring your emotions or not having that good social connection. 
Your immune health needs are just as unique as you are. They'll definitely shift and change over time, but just observe and listen to what your body is telling you. Be curious, investigate diverse ways to support and balance your immune system. Hopefully I gave you a few ideas with this podcast episode today. I know I'm going to incorporate some meditation. I'm going to try to take Tucker on a few hikes this week in nature, not just city walks, but like really going out and getting some nice fresh air and also just really diving into some nutrition and whole food foods to dive back into a bunch of anti-inflammatory compounds that I know I my body is needing in this moment. And so try taking a holistic approach to supporting your immune system, integrating mind-body connection, and it will help you so much put your best and healthiest foot forward for whatever amazing things you are doing this time of year, this month, in your lifetime, all of the above. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please like and rate and review the podcast. It helps so much um, and really means a lot to me. So I will catch you next Sunday for another episode of The Lively Pod. Bye guys.